1: We hope you're feeling well this week and enjoying this stage of your pregnancy. So week 17, I
0: think by now I had a bit of a bump and I was enjoying not having to hold my stomach in as I walked around the supermarket.
1: <laughs> yeah, you really start to feel the joy of an elasticated waistband at this I point, I know, don't you? <laughs> yeah. So let's
0: find out what's happening in week 17. Okay. What's happening for baby? Okay, our regular window into the womb. Is that what we're calling it now? We are indeed. Lucy, let's hear about the size.
1: What grocery item is baby this week? Well, this week your baby weighs as much as a turnip. Ah, oh, not a very glamorous one then? No, not this week. He's nearly 13 centimetres crown to rump and weighs about 140 grams. So what else is going on? Well, his unique fingerprints have now finished forming.
0: Amazing. We'll be able to catch him for any crime now. <laughs>
1: yeah absolutely his hearing's improving so if you play music he may even move around in your womb
0: oh right better be careful what you listen to then guys perhaps some soothing classics rather than thrash metal although i suppose for most bums it will still be a bit early to feel that movement yeah
1: that's true actually a friend of mine went to a concert when she was in the later stages of pregnancy and said that the baby was jumping around the whole way through as though she was dancing to the music Ah, oh. <laughs> that baby's 17 now and loves going to gigs
0: oh it's brilliant Developing habits very early on. Yeah. Your baby's recent growth means his head and body are more in proportion than they were in the earlier weeks. A bit more baby-shaped. Yes. And his skeleton will continue to harden from rubbery cartilage to bone. As he gets bigger, the umbilical cord, his lifeline to your placenta, grows stronger and thicker. What's
2: happening for you?
1: Okay, mums, we're talking linear nigra. Remind me what this is again? The linear nigra is the dark line that's emerging down the centre of your stomach. It's not all pregnant women get it, but some do. And it's harmless, isn't it? Yeah, and it usually fades after birth. It's caused by pigmentation in your skin, accumulating where your tummy muscles are being stretched. Well, here's another.
0: At this stage of pregnancy, you may also notice your nipples and the surrounding skin, that's the areola, getting darker too. Once you have your baby, they may remain slightly darker than
1: they were before you were pregnant. My nipples were so much darker. It's the oddest thing. You sort of don't notice them and then suddenly I remember thinking oh they're really dark (laughs) the parent there's no such thing as oversharing nope (laughs) dark patches that appear on your neck hands or face are called melasma or chloasma. three quarters of mums to be will have melasma during their pregnancy so you're not alone if you've got dark nipples too or patches it happens because your body's making more of the hormone melanin that's the same hormone that tans your skin to protect it against the sun yes I've seen that on quite a few friends but they fade too don't they Yeah, these patches will probably have faded by the time your baby's a year old.
0: Too much to ask. Delving once again into the questions you dare not speak out loud, this week we're asking, I'll be a single parent and I'm worried about the stigma and how to cope. Lucy, do you think people feel a stigma attached to being a single parent? Well, why
1: don't we hear from the horse's mouth? Amy's a single mum with one son. Great, let's hear from Amy.
2: Well, when I got pregnant, I think the, the biggest critic was myself. I was completely and utterly totally shocked and quite ashamed of what had happened because I didn't expect to get pregnant. I got pregnant completely unplanned. And then the man who did impregnate me decided that he didn't want to have any involvement with the pregnancy or, or subsequently my child. So I was completely on my own. with hindsight I wish i had enjoyed my pregnancy more because I didn't at all and I almost tried to pretend it wasn't happening a lot of the time but I do think that mainly came from myself because I didn't really get any external criticism people were pretty supportive so I didn't go to any antenatal classes because I was basically in a state of denial the whole time I was pregnant but I did go to a antenatal yoga class at one point and um Incredibly, I actually found another girl who was in the same situation as me. So it actually turned out to be a really supportive, lovely thing to have done. With hindsight, I really wish I had embraced more of the antenatal classes available because when it came to giving birth, I did not have a clue what I was doing. I remember my dad saying, this is a baby. Who's ever been upset about one of those coming along? And my mum said to me, if it's going to break your heart, don't change your mind. So they were really supportive in the end. It's not about the quantity of people. It's about the quality of the love. And I really believe that now.
0: If you want to find out more about Amy's take on motherhood, then you can read her book, Confessions of a Single Mum, What It's Like When You're Expecting the Unexpected. I think whether
1: you feel stigma can be affected by all sorts of things, don't you think? Definitely, like perhaps cultural or family expectations come into play. Yeah, and things are changing. More women are choosing to become single mums. They know they want to have a baby, but are fed up with waiting for the perfect partner to come along. Yeah, I totally get that. I do too. It's brave, but I can see why you would want to do it. If you're doing pregnancy solo, for whatever reason, there are some good organisations for single parents you might want to check out. We'll put a link in the show notes. And we'll come back to this in a future episode, won't we? Yeah, I think we should. What do you expect this week? This week, I think we should put our sensible heads on, Claire, and look where you can save a bit of cash by buying secondhand and, just as importantly, what things you shouldn't buy secondhand.
0: Yes, it's tempting to get carried away, but there are loads of secondhand bargains that can save you cash. Whether it's your local Facebook selling page, eBay, Gumtree, NCT sales, there's so much out there.
1: And we all love a bargain.
0: We love a bargain, of course. It's like a badge of pride when you get something for a knockdown price. And there's some great stuff out there some of which is hardly used. But there are some things, aren't there, that parents should avoid buying secondhand. Yes, it's definitely worth jemming up on what you can and can't buy. So probably the one that lots of people are aware of, do not buy secondhand car seats and be careful with baby mattresses.
1: And that's because with a car seat, you don't know its history.
0: Yes, the car seat may have been damaged in an accident. The damage may not be obvious, but it could jeopardise the protection the seat will give your baby in the event of an accident. And with mattresses? Again, yeah, it's not knowing its history. For example, one of the things you're supposed to check is that it's been used with a waterproof mattress cover.
1: Yeah, that's because babies posit a lot, so it could, you know, leave lots of germs or bacteria.
0: Yeah, unless you're buying from someone you really know and trust, then you can't be sure they've used a cover. If you do choose to go for a secondhand mattress, check that it's a really good fit for your cot or Moses basket, and it needs to be firm and flat with no tears or holes. What about secondhand toys? In the case of second-hand toys, look for a CE mark. Toys approved by the British Toy and Hobby Association will also carry the lion mark, which is a little picture of a red lion's face inside a yellow triangle. Oh, okay. You should also ensure the toy is suitable for your child's age group. I mean, it's it's common sense, but don't get a seven-year-old toy for a <laughs> two-year-old.
1: <laughs> no, and definitely avoid buying toys that are chipped or flaking, especially if you think your baby's going to put it in their mouth. Which they will definitely do. Yeah, of course.
0: Also, I'd steer clear of baby food, formula and bottles. In fact, they're not allowed to be sold at NCT sales. Likewise with
1: breast pumps. I'm right, aren't they?
0: Yes, because of issues around hygiene.
1: I mean, I don't think I'd want to use someone else's breast pump. (laughs) Electrical items is another area to look out for, isn't it? Ideally, check that anything electrical you buy has a portable appliance test. That's the PAT test done. It ensures it's safe to use. And it's a must for selling electrical equipment through NCT sales.
0: And I always avoided secondhand shoes because leather shoes mould to fit a child's feet and children's feet are so delicate. So yeah. it's really not a good idea to put them in secondhand
1: shoes. A lot of charity shops won't even sell them or accept them for that reason. Oh, yeah. Prams, prams and push chairs, they're a big expense, aren't they? Yeah. What are the issues here if you're going to buy secondhand
0: Well, this is a really popular way of saving money, and generally it's fine if you follow a few precautions. Again, look out for the British Standard Safety Mark. This will be the letters BS followed by some numbers. Okay. Also, just use your judgment and have a really good look at the soundness of the construction and... You know, make sure it's not falling apart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And also, if it has a five-point baby harness, that's what you're looking for.
1: And that's one of the ones that goes over your baby's shoulders as well as around his tummy and between his legs. Because some of those older models, they might only have a three-point harness, won't they?
0: Exactly. And also check the brakes work properly if it has a brake and that there are no
1: sort of finger traps and no sharp points. And also, of course, the cleanliness. You know, it's a bit obvious, but is it in good nick? Is it worn out? That sort of thing.
0: One last thing is to make sure that you get the instructions with it, or at least that they're available to download. Why is this? Just because without the instructions, you can't be absolutely sure that you're using it correctly. And sort of one or two accidents that have happened with babies, quite often because people haven't used the item correctly, rather than there was anything actually wrong with it. That makes sense. We've covered a pretty comprehensive list there, actually, haven't we? We have, haven't we? But don't be put off. A lot of this is just common sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what about recall products, though, Claire? That's a tricky one, isn't it? Because toys and other baby products, they do get recalled, but some of those recall toys may have already made their way onto the secondhand market.
0: Yeah, there are a couple of solutions here. The simplest is only to buy secondhand items if they're still available in the shops. Okay. The second way is to check online for product return notices. The Trading Standards website has safety warnings. Okay, good to know. As always, there's good information on the Baby Centre website. We'll add some links in the show notes for this episode.
1: And we'll talk more about money and finances in week 23 because it's a biggie, isn't it, this one? And in between all the excitement and the emotional turmoil, the, having darker a baby, nipples. the darker nipples of pregnancy, it's still good to have your business head on and make some clever decisions to help with all the costs.
0: Okay, that rounds things up for another week. As always, please remember that the podcasts don't replace medical advice and you should always speak to your doctor or midwife if you have
1: any concerns. We hope you stay well, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time for 18 weeks. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the BabyCentre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for BabyCentre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts and don't forget to share it with your partner and friends.